welcome back potter every time i say it like that like i want to be like welcome back potter or is that even how it starts anyways it doesn't matter hey guys welcome welcome back to this week's episode of fruit salad i am orange and i am apple and today we have our friend plum back hi welcome back plum thanks for joining us thanks for having me don't sound so enthusiastic i know right (laughs) And what else are you doing right now in the apocalypse? (laughs) So, um, you know, like I said, welcome back to another episode. I know that all of 14 of our listeners, because we're up like two, um, are coming back to listen to us. So that makes us super excited. Thank you for not finding something else better to do with your spare time during this (laughs) nationally induced quarantine, but to listen to us ramble on. But yeah, I think um, I think (laughs) Apple said that our our listeners have quickly increased back to to um, our pre-break numbers right which is kind of great and then it got us talking we're going to discuss kind of what our topic is this week and then we're going to do our recap of everybody's week and then just kind of dive in or do you want to do recap and then let's just recap our... real quick and then we'll go from there got it all right um so plum tell us about your week anything fun and exciting happen um no not really i mean i'm just <laughs> I mean, aside from uh-huh. seeing me for 3.4 seconds yeah i mean i'm i'm still teleworking um I, i'm playing a, a game on the on the switch now it's called uh, arena of valor yeah ganking people she's prepping um, for the violence that may ensue when she goes to find toilet paper again yeah <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm getting whooped by some 10 year olds but you know i just gotta never admit that never ever admit that that's probably who it is though seriously <laughs> they and smell kinda... fear i'm just saying <laughs> they got on no but um that, that's been it for me i mean just working at home oh oh i am um i'm trying to propagate roses right now um from mother's day that i received and yeah, uh, I'm gonna plant some tomato seeds. Um, that's it. Dun, 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 dun. Quarantine got your life looking fun. Yeah, yeah. it's so exciting. Um, okay, so I guess I'll go next. So, my week, um, well, let me tell you, teaching teenagers to drive, like it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> so, Sunday, we took my uh, my 17 year old out driving and there was something in the road and we thought it was a cardboard box. And then we got closer to realize it was a piece of wood. And so we explained to him that you need to swerve. He didn't grasp that concept. So he ran over the piece of wood. Um, two flat tires later and a trip to the tire store. My car is better. Wait, um, I had, uh, you never told me this. <laughs> yes. Yes. He ran over a piece of wood and I got two flat tires. So then Sunday night, my husband, like, well, we went to the Wawa and he filled them up with air. And by the time, because you know where the Wawa is compared to my house. By the time yeah, we yeah. got home, my tires were already flat. So, so they must have been, there were some nails in the wood or something, something or some screws. So um, I, he filled them up with air on Monday morning and I drove to the tire place, which is 1.2 miles from my house. And um, I got two new tires on Monday. So we went out driving again today because, you know, I mean, <laughs> that's the only way the kid is going to learn. Uh, and today was such a much better day. Like he stayed on his side of the road because he really likes to veer to the right. I'm like, hello, we need to stay in the center. Of I the did lane. that. I did that a lot. I had a difficult time grasping the fact that 
like because you look out the window when you're not or the front the windshield and you're not guiding yourself to the middle of the car you're guiding yourself to the side that you're on so or overcompensating he, uh, overcompensating so i mean he actually did like way better today we drove for like miles and miles on the state state road and we we stopped when it dead ended and then we turned around and went all the way back so um i treated us to starbucks afterwards because you know my car survived without any any damage this time so that's it was a good day today (laughs) (laughs) there was no additional expenses no additional expenses and you orange how was your week um it's been busy i feel like for for those of us listeners that aren't friends with me on facebook i know there's not many of them i am recently been reintroduced to single life and i feel like i'm substantially busier than i was when i had a household to run which is you, weird you are busy for me because like sometimes i don't hear from you for like hours and i'm like what the heck yeah. a lot of it is work but also um i've had a lot of the opportunity a lot of opportunity to kind of rekindle some friendships even during covid um it seems like most of my friends are either pregnant and or getting divorced. So it seems to be COVID is treating people in two very different directions. And I'm working a ton. I'm putting in, you know, close to 50 hours a week because mortgage has not suffered on the behalf of um, a pandemic. But, but that's a good thing uh, for you. It is. I love staying busy. I really enjoy my job. Um, love meeting new people. One of my members who just closed um was purchasing a house in my home state of North Carolina and was moving cross country from Iowa I guess only half across the country with a pot belly pig so that oh, was Lord. the excitement of that conversation they were going to be sending pictures to me in front of their new house with their pot belly pig so when you get these photos uh, I need a, I need you to forward them to me <laughs> Like I'm going to put them on Snapchat. I love, that's part of my favorite thing about this job. And I don't get a whole lot of them. Um, I get more things from like realtors thanking me for their time or telling me that my company sucks because it took so long. But I don't know. It's, it's been a, it's been a, a week of continued growth and, and healment, healment, that's our word, um, development. And I'm working on a tan for the first time in probably 15 years. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I have access, right. I have access to a, uh, a pool but I can never at all um I can't compare to the natural melatonin levels in plum and apple skin tone it's kind of I'm the odd one out as the pale one <laughs> I sent you a photo the other day of my tan it's coming along very nicely I'm very you proud are of my tan genetically right you and plum both are genetically predisposed that the palest that you have is still 15 shades darker than I will ever be Actually, right now, if I were standing next to you, you'd probably look even more paler. It or you know, there's a lot more freckles on me right now. You never know. You never but... know. Um, <laughs> so moving right along to the topic of our of our discussion today. So our I think it was I believe I, I believe it was our second episode ever. Plum was on, and we were discussing our zombie apocalypse plan because the three of us have a plan. And now that we have lived through a quarantine and a semi-apocalypse we are here to discuss how our plan would change let's forget about or the how we adjusted the yeah let's right forget about the zombies for just a few minutes and discuss how our plans will or have changed since we have now lived through this so 
Plum, let's start with you. How has the plan changed? Um, it hasn't really changed for me. I mean, I'm still down to go like steal a yacht, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, they can keep the teepee for all I care. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to be wiping with, baby? <laughs> Leaves leaves old towels i mean oh my gosh i saw this uh, that's the islander life yeah there's this i saw this uh episode of uh extreme cheapskate and um they were using old towels and then they oh my god and then they had like a trash bin that they put the used ones I've seen in that. and then they put it in the washer and they just that's how they wipe but they were trying to like get rid of mortgage their mortgage within a year so I mean like they cut everything down like no TP <laughs> I was like I was like oh I was gonna God. say like you can get the dollar tree and probably spend less on toilet paper than it costs for them to run that washer and dryer yeah you know I mean more more power to you for cutting your mortgage out in one year mm-hmm. I mean good good for you but I need toilet paper in my life <laughs> They better treat themselves to some angel shot soft or some Charmin once they're well, done paying off that mortgage. Is, right? like, good for you. <laughs> Go buy that 18 pack of the triple ply. Treat yourself. <laughs> you I, know, I, like, I remember seeing that episode. I know. I mean that that's those are hashtag goals. I mean, yes, I would love for my mortgage to be gone in a year, but I'm not sacrificing toilet paper for my mortgage. <laughs> I don't know, like I'm pretty cheap because I'm realizing how cheap I am just because like it's weird. But looking for apartments where I'm at right now, I'm like, I need it to be under this amount, but not on the west side, which the city I live in. I mean, you get on the west side and it gets substantially higher crime rate. So it's trying to find like a happy medium between being willing to spend the money. And I feel like Plum would be proud of these decisions I'm making. Um, (laughs) And and buying the toilet paper, I guess. Like, no, I'm sorry. You want to what? Maybe I live a, a like a sheltered life, or like I don't know what life. I need toilet paper in my world. Like it has to I'm, happen. I'm gonna say the girl that spent 20 minutes the other day in one of our episodes talking about the new duty and Burke purses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I live a different. You, life. You're gonna have to have toilet paper if you live a different life. I'm not hauling toilet paper <laughs> on the you know on our on our our zombie plan. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have to haul your toilet paper. We all know that I'm gonna be the pack mule, anyways. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happened. Um, so I colored my hair a funky color right before this happened, and um, so I couldn't wash my hair what once a week. So I will say I have gotten used to washing my hair once a week. That's a big change for me because I used to wash it like every other day. Does that count? Oh, we're talking about zombie apocalypse again. I was like, what are we talking yeah, like, about? I've changed the fact that I wash my hair once a, once a week versus once every other day. That's a big deal for me. So I I would it, I would just shave my head, I think. <laughs> like, G.I. Jane it. Because I have this weird thing, like, I don't like feeling grungy. And the first thing that feels grungy ever is is my hair. And I did recently bleach it again. So I've been trying to, like, go, like, every two or three days without washing it. But in order to do that, I just have to add more and more hair product. <laughs> it's like the dry shampoo of the lesbian hairstyle. Like, let me add some more pomade and just hope for the best and hope it doesn't look like I'm some greaser from the 50s. <laughs> Why are you guys not laughing? That was funny. <laughs> we are laughing. <laughs> well, see, I mean, like, also, I've, you know, I've looked at, like, I, 
I've dug out recipe cookbooks out of like nowhere to come up with, you know, like recipes I have made in forever because the same old thing was getting boring over and over and over because we were home all the time. Let me, let me ask you guys a question because this may be particularly something that I've experienced because of my work environment and recently going back to, um, to work in in my corporate setting and there only being like one other person on the floor of my giant 300,000 square foot building um did you get that feeling like did either of you I think you did Apple but did you ever watch that offshoot of the walking dead fear the walking like fear the walking dead first season right so you remember when that when everything first started happening and the show starts off and you're in a school Mm -hmm. I think it was a high school and how fewer and fewer kids were showing up. Mm-hmm. I felt like the most eerie sensation I felt like was when this all started happening and our employee, my employee was transitioning us to working remotely was noticing like people dwindling when reporting to the office because they would, you know, send 200 people home here, 200 people home there. And it reminded me kind of of that that first couple of episodes in Fear the Walking Dead so I, where nobody was really necessarily taking it seriously, but you started seeing fewer and so fewer I people. So I started excited and really, now that you made that correlation, I didn't really think about it. In my office on Fridays, most of the time we run on half staff anyways, but when this all started happening, people like stopped showing up to work. And every, you're right, every couple of days there was less and less people. And I think by the time, because I was one of the last to start working at home. And by the time I started working at home, I think it was just me, my boss, and like two other ladies. And then right. it's one it of those went to my boss. It's one of those. Even going into work right now, I'm I'm I feel like the only mortgage processor in the world. <laughs> like I know I'm not, but I go in there and I'm like, people are still buying homes, and I'm the only one who does my job. Well, I mean. Um, every Wednesday so I I do go into the office every Wednesday and when I go in my commute from an hour and 10 minutes takes me like 20-25 minutes and I can park in the front row of the parking area because there's nothing but empty spots at the office so I mean yes I do like that but one day that will change what about you Plum have you even gone back in no no um I was actually one of the first people to get my laptop issued to me and start teleworking and i'm still teleworking but you know what have you been teleworking april oh april yeah that's it i think it was like april 9th or 10th that i started i started on march 23rd oh i can't even tell you when i started because like i have no concept of time but i know that it was march sometime yeah, mine was in march I, um, I i didn't really like consciously note the date but i did i do know that it was a week after my son got back from his trip and he got back from his trip on the 15th so it was the 23rd i'm wondering if like i can go through selfies because <laughs> sitting at work there was definitely a ton of selfies taken <laughs> or, I mean, so I can notice when it stopped and then when it started. So, Plum, did you notice anything? Like, did you also like notice? I mean, because you live in a, you live closer to Orange than I do. Did like, did you notice any change in like the grocery stores? That you thought you want to? Maybe I need to rethink this portion of our zombie apocalypse plan, or maybe I need to rethink that portion of our plan. 
No, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I want to stick to my plan. Um, get away from civilization and go escape to an island. But here's my question for you, I think, kind of to elaborate on um, Apple's question. Like, were you surprised by any of the items that in mass quantity, aside from toilet yes. paper that we all joke joke about, that that left the shelves? No, I, I- I wasn't Super surprised. Quickly. The TP was the only thing that surprised me. I expected the food. I expected the guns. Um, oh, but I didn't. Here's one thing I didn't expect. I didn't expect game consoles, like the Switch or the PlayStation. Yeah. Or I mean, people are like gouging. So and I you can't even buy them on Sony's website. You know? Yeah, because I, I I will agree with that. The other, I don't know, about a month ago, I think it was, I was contemplating buying a Switch, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find one anywhere. Not on Target, not on Best Buy, not on, and they said it's because they made in China, and because China was shut down, they had nothing to ship. Oh, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But also, like, everybody was bored, everybody so. Um, I was kind of surprised by the increase in, like, pasta sauce. Like, I could understand canned items, and part of me could understand meat, because in, in it, that, that doesn't correlate to, like, zombie apocalypse preparation, because obviously there's going to be no refrigeration, and meat's going to go out the window, and we're all going to be living as vegetarians. Yeah, it's the way to go. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but I was kind of surprised. Like, I could see, like, like SpaghettiOs or whatever, because you're looking for something quick and easy to make your kid for lunch because you, they can't go and experience school lunch anymore. Um, but pasta sauce, I was like, I don't want to have to boil any pasta. How much pasta are you going to go through? Like, during a preparation event like this. I mean, you pasta can, it can feed a lot. I, w- I, I just kind of caught I will say that I want to take a chicken with us, though. That's one change. I, I would. Why like, are we taking a chicken? I would like to take a eggs. chicken because they lay eggs, and if it stops laying eggs, we can still eat it. So one chicken per person, or one chicken for the whole of us? Because I mean, there's. All more- right. I'm willing to like carry toilet paper. I am not hauling. A chicken. <laughs> I'll, I'll, haul it. I'll haul it, and then we'll barter because I have the food. Um, barter or we're going to kill you. <laughs> if we're escaping like, to the island together, who are we you, bartering with? How bad do you want this egg? Apparently, how bad? <laughs> I mean, how bad do you want this? You don't care about no toilet paper, but I promise you, <laughs> you'd be giving me some egg. So, um, you know, one thing I was surprised about was cleaning supplies. Like, did people not clean their houses prior to the apocalypse? Like, seriously, like, I have Clorox wipes in my house. I still have Clorox wipes in my house because these are things that I perp- that I bought before. I bought, like, Lysol before. And things are- these are things I had in my house, so I still have some. I'm surprised at how much of it went so quickly. And, like, laundry detergent. I'm going to say that it was, handled- it was handled the same way that toilet paper was, though, and everybody was just buying it in bulk for the sake of having it. Like, people panic buy is what it is. So they don't need three gallons of bleach. Nobody needs three gallons of bleach unless they're trying Cover to, like, murder. kill <laughs> Okay, thanks, Plum. <laughs> that escalated yes, quickly. 
Um, <laughs> now we know what she'll do with our body. I was talking about <laughs> She's not going to have three bottles of bleach to carry. She would have to have a pig instead of a chicken. <laughs> um, but I think I think it was just like a panic purchase. Kind of like nobody needs 37 packs of toilet paper and 26 packs of paper towels. But because somebody else wants it, they're going to have like, it. You know, it's it's. A, I mean, I can't even find it in the stores now. Like, their Clorox wipes might as well not exist in the stores. I think production just hasn't been able to keep up. Uh, Lysol's the same way, and I'm wondering, are those American-based companies? I, I, I don't know. Plum, do you know? I'm Shoot, I want. I think what I think it's like Arm and Hammer or something. All like I want to know is what happened to the soy sauce or Oriental ramen noodle soup. What the hell happened to it? Why is it not restocked? Okay. A, how much of that's coming over from China? I, I, again, I don't know. B, I rest my case. I would assume something like Oriental noodles. Yes, they're made in America at some point. But for the most part, well, you couldn't even find gigantic. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but um, I have a Filipino aunt who's like, rolls her own lumpia um and she used to go to sam's club or costco or bj's or whatever major bulk supply store and buy bags of rice in like 50 pound containers and she couldn't find it rice went quick here but the first time she did yeah she found it at one point several weeks in and because my parents were having difficulty locating food due to my dad being sick um but she brought over a 25-pound bag of rice to my parents. My parents don't eat rice like that, but it was super sweet. Like, she found it and she wanted to share it with my parents. So I imagine it's kind of similar to that. Like Most of those products are coming over from an area that has had limitations in production. And then pretty much importing from there has, has been shut down recently, yeah, I, hasn't it? I don't even know. Are we even accepting products from China right now? I don't even know. I feel like knowing our leadership. I mean, probably I, not. I wouldn't be surprised if we're not. I mean, not not to be political or not to be like you know anything like that. I just I wouldn't be surprised if we're currently whether not. it's right or wrong. Yeah. The right where it's right or wrong isn't up to debate. It's just logically they probably have not started importing as much, and it may and it may again it may be because the the hardest hit initial country that we. In, like receive so many of these products from may not be able to produce enough for their own country currently let alone let alone yeah i mean i i honestly have not looked into that but i wouldn't be surprised i mean because they just started going back to work what like two weeks ago uh, yeah i think shanghai opened back up like three but weeks still, ago i mean that's not that's not that long so, ago after being shut down for yeah. three months no like their supplies are diminished they have to as any country should you got to take care of your own people before you can help others I will, i'm also surprised uh, at um and i don't know if we need to factor this into our apocalypse plan thermometers hard to find that's because a fever a is indicator of, of the current virus so thermometers back ordered on amazon can't find them at walgreens I'm gonna, I haven't looked at Walmart. I'm going to say we probably don't need one because post-apocalypse, we're going to know when we're sick and dying. 
likely there's going to be some sort of bite involved <laughs> that's going to le- lead to our impending doom. But I'm just saying that was something else. Like I was like, huh, thermometers. But then I was like, well, everybody wants to check their temperature nowadays. Face wipes, like makeup removal wipes. Did you guys realize like places like Target and Walmart were putting limits on those? Can you imagine wiping your nether regions with a makeup no, remover? I don't even want to think about that. Well, you're welcome. I just put that image into everybody's mind. But I think to this day, Target has a limit on like two packs at a time. See, I'm not that you desperate know who's for really paper. winning right now. People with bidets. That's all I'm going to say. You want to what? I'll agree with that because we were watching the other day. We were watching a YouTube video on how to install your own bidet, mm-hmm. and so I was looking on Amazon. Not gonna lie, sold out. Oh. Bidets were sold out on Amazon. You know what? I think you could probably like rig into being one. Do you remember? <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid. Do you remember those little like attachments for your kids that you would put on the oh my faucet God, no, for your sink that. that made it? <laughs> You can rig one of those for your toilet to just when you flush it to shoot water up. So I will say, like, when we were watching that video about bidets, I was like, you know, those Europeans, they got it going on. Europeans have had bidets for forever. Mm-hmm. They got it going on. I've never experienced one, and I don't know that I am prepared to. And that sounds about the most American that I can so sound. So when I went to Europe but, 23 years ago, I had no idea what a bidet was until I was in Europe. And I was like, where has this been? Like, what? Like, what? Um, I I used it. I liked it. I mean, if I had one, I would use it here. But we don't have one. And Amazon was sold out. So there's that. Is that something? Are we going to invest mm-hmm. in a portable bidet? To like hook up to the uh, to the waterfall that we happen to find on our our island if well, we plan well, around what corn or plum is wanting. Plum's gonna have us electricity, right, Plum? Shit. <laughs> um, sure. Can we work on yeah. running water first? I'm just saying the bidet needs electricity. I'm just. No, it just needs. It can use gravity oh, for energy. needs. It's not hooked up to an electric thing well they have all sorts of fancy no, it just needs- so it just depends on what you want it's like using a japanese toilet that like will heat I've the seat for one. you kind of like that yeah I, yeah i've used one they're awesome some of them they they have oh my gosh they'll heat your butt like blow air on yeah. it and oh my gosh i'm just like wow wow you guys take it to another level yeah. the cadillac of comfort yeah it really is so is there anything after experiencing all of this, aside from like a bidet, <laughs> that either of you guys, and a chicken That's apparently, plum, that you, either of, right, either of you guys have been like, you know, I had never once thought of this before. And I think in our previous discussions, we talked about like needing to access transportation, medical supplies, basic food and weapons in order to prepare and like gasoline and stuff like that. Um that you guys has changed your mind on something that you need to acquire in preparation. Well, I do want to, um, on eBay, they have, um, these kits that they're kind of like, um, almost like an emergency seed kit where like they give you, um, various varieties of, um, vegetables and stuff. Um, like, you know, like 
also like 20 mm-hmm. corn seeds and 20 of, you know, I don't know, tomato seeds. And I'm just saying 20 is throwing it out there. But um, they, they sell these kits. And I was like, you know what? It'd be really nice to have one of those kits along with the chicken. And we're set. The chicken's going to fertilize well, the thought, plants regardless. Pig. Did I not hear pig? Hey, I'm not carrying a pig. No, that was in, <laughs> in response it could be a piglet that we make it that we let grow no um that was in response to that whole comment you made about plum using bleach to dispose of our bodies and i was like no she'd probably have a pig (laughs) do it for her Uh, but i i did notice a lot more people on my friends list at least in social media have kind of and and i i have a wide variety of hippie-ish friends but they've kind of been embracing the world of like farming in their backyard which is it's been kind of a nice change of events it gives you know people they have more time at home with their kids so that they can teach them these things um i know that i i had the opportunity with my daughter before circumstances changed a little bit but we we got to spend a lot more time on like our front doorstep plants and even to this day like when i go over to go pick her up the first thing we do is spend time with the plants. <laughs> well, I mean, so. I think Plum has a good point about these vegetable thingies. But um, they're see- seeds. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I think that's legitimate. I, I have seen on Facebook. I mean, I personally don't know anyone other than Plum who has a vegetable garden. But um, I've seen people like make posts in regards to vegetable gardens and doing things outside now because they actually have the time. But I guess my question is, when life goes back to normal, because life is going to go back to normal, what will happen to all of this plants and things that people have started growing? Are they just going to, like, abandon them? Is their front yard going to be run over by weeds? I mean, these are just things I wonder. Well, I think that when things do go back to normal, it's going to be a different level of normal. It will be a different level of normal. So many companies, so many companies right now are researching into just maintaining this remote work life because I know particularly for my company one of the biggest concerns that they had was the fact that we were running out of space for all of the employees that we were going to need to to hire to maintain our business um so I can't speak on behalf of them but I would assume that because and I real I realized that we were one of the first companies to to transition completely to working remotely um except for branch employees, I think they, they said like there's like a tenth, one-tenth of our employees are still reporting to a location and most of those are considered like essential employees that are manning those drive-throughs, um, that they're going to they're gonna transition quite a bit of employees to working remotely to save space. And ideally, those are going to be the individuals that that choose to do so that are going to be maintaining their yards or their gardens or whatever, which is just going to make the environment so much happier. <laughs> Less fumes when driving, more oxygen-producing foliage. Like, I think it's so going to be good. So I will say, the accountant at my office has, like, redone her backyard. She put in a koi fish pond. She put in, like, a they, yeah, like, they built, like, this little, like, pond slash river thing in their backyard, and it has, like, and like they put like a little bridge over it and I was like holy freaking cow I'm I had somebody come do my lawn like you know what I mean like 
Wow. You, you though, you and your husband though, and I think, um, I mean, Plum has always been kind of involved in like random, like, what is the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for? Projects. Yeah. Like throughout the throughout the entire duration that we've known you, you've been involved in a what like some sort of project here and there consistently. But you, Apple, you and your husband have had the opportunity to do a lot of things that you haven't been able to in the two years that you've yeah, lived. Yeah, no, we there. have. We did a. I mean, I would say that we have been the most productive during this quarantine than like than we've been in a long time, mostly because we've had the time. Um, if we didn't have the time, we still wouldn't have done half of what we've done around the house because I, we literally lived that busy of a life. Um, but I mean that, will I, will my life ever be that busy again? I don't think it will be for a long time. I mean, Disney won't be open. That <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, I, my calendar is like wide open. It's literally like wide open. And I mean, we joke about it all the time, but literally, I don't even know the last time that my calendar was this wide open. Um, but I think it will be a different type of normal when things do open up back a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know that it'll ever open back up a hundred percent. Like right now, I just, I'm not confident in it. Plum, what do you think? Do I you miss think some movie theaters. Will open up to be a hundred percent again? Well, see, they're moving, they're opening up movie theaters here in Pinellas County, which is just, um, west of us. They're opening up the movie theaters as of Monday. Oh, mm-hmm shows you how much you pay attention to local government um but they're the only county that's near me who is opening up movie theaters my actual county itself is not what about so yeah plum what are you thinking like what is going to be the new level of norm for us post Um, this apocalypse i'm pretty sure they're going to stick to the six feet distancing um the stores they already Mm -hmm. put stuff down on the ground you know, for you to stand at before it's your turn. Um, I think I think that's going to be standard everywhere, pretty much, and it's probably going to stick. Um, I mean, as far as like businesses, I think they're all going to open up. They're all they're all going to open up eventually, and uh, I hate to say it, but just those who are, you know, have immune system issues. I mean, they're just going to have to hunker down and you know try and protect themselves as best they can i mean already at least in the area that i'm in they're like they're kind of i'm not gonna say rebellious but um they're not (laughs) (laughs) they desperately need need those haircuts i don't see a whole lot of people wearing masks i don't see a whole lot of people staying inside I mean, it looks like everybody's just said, that's it. I've had it. I'm done. I'm out. And so, the state we live in has done that. I don't rebellious. know if you guys have seen all the memes on social media, but th- all these social media ones have been like, hey, um, we're the state of Florida and we're doing what we, want. we are t- right. We're tired of being quarantined. So we're going to open the beaches back up and everybody can go to Publix <laughs> as much as they want. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Um, I mean, I'm surprised that, you know, and again, la- last year, you know, anybody could go at the beach at any time they want, and the beaches, they would be full, but they wouldn't reach capacity. I am surprised that the beach is reaching capacity at like 10 a.m. Really? 10 a.m.? You're reaching capacity. That Were you like... 
Well, the capacities are supposed to be limited capacities at this point. Now, I know that is how it is up here, where in theory, it's supposed to be groups of 10 or less, no more than six, or like, right, like six feet apart. If you've got 10 people, they're not going to be six feet apart. It's about to be into a holiday weekend, too, Mm -hmm. and it's a major one for where we're at. And my people are kind of pissed. And by my people, I mean the gays, because it's our our weekend annually at the beach that I go to every year for this weekend. Um, it's our annual pride celebration. And that got canceled, which it should have been entirely. But now they're opening the beaches up. Rental properties are allowed to rent um, or to petition to rent. The hotels are open restaurants are open at like 50 percent capacity but we all know that they're just going to save enough money to to pay off those fines that they're going to get for not maintaining that distance like it's it's like our state in particular was just like eh, we're okay if you die you die we just don't want people from louisiana and the state of new york coming to visit well i think it has to do i mean and i don't want to get political you know for this to become a political thing but i think it has to do with like with the economy and the governor doesn't want to see the state fail you know because i mean he personally i wouldn't vote for him again but he's looking at you know is is he going to be able to run for re-election and actually win if he keeps the state shut down for any much longer uh, i really think that's what it boils down he probably to. should have thought he probably should have thought about that before postponing our, our closed down but we're not uh, he, neither here nor well there. i think it's funny that like neither here nor there he came out and was like, we're going to have phased reopenings and things are going to open in time. And then it's like every week he opens something else up. But I'm like, how is that a phased? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't I get it. Right. <laughs> give me give me the test results from the four days before, like, this phase that opened back up. Can can I see whether it spiked or not? Because you haven't even given enough time for people to test. Yeah. So I, I do find <laughs> that interesting. Um, I also wanted to hear Plum's opinion on... Um, the vaccine that they're working on because I think that they're pushing this mm. vaccine without proper like tests. They're yeah, not saying- sticking me. Plum, do you think that's going to lead? Do you know? Do you think that's going to lead? No, to all I'm saying, I don't know about <laughs> it leading to zombies, but they're not sticking me with that. Okay. If I made it through, which most likely most of us have probably already gotten it, but we just haven't been, you know, tested or tested. diagnosed by a doctor properly but i mean because i've been around tons of people tons of people you know i've done delivery i've done you know even with even during the quarantine i was still working like my side job um but uh I, as a drug no, dealer just no, I, um, what is it called uh some food delivery i was making extra money on the side but uh being exposed to all these people, been going, I haven't changed anything much except, you know, I, I don't, you know, I try not to go out unless I have to absolutely go out. Before I was kind of carefree, yeah, you know, I'll go to the commons or I'll go, you know, to the mall over here or but I, I rethink my decisions. But for the most part, I haven't stopped getting what I need to get to, you know, to live. Yeah, to maintain. Maintain. Um, I figure if I'm going to get it and it's my time, it's my time. But I, and I know that's probably not you know the way most people want to live their life. But I think the, 
I was gonna say, like, in preparation for the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> that needs to not be your mindset. <laughs> I mean, for for the most part, though, I mean, I really haven't changed much of my routine. I'm still doing what I need to do to get by, and I probably have had it. I just don't know. I'd really like to see the results of like um, immunity testing, but um, besides that, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I had it, but remember, Orange, I got really sick in February. And I it probably was also the fact I was nonstop. But I had a cough that lasted for two weeks. I went to the doctor. She's like, it's allergies. I'm like, it's not allergies. Trust me. And my cough did not go away. I missed almost a whole week of work because I was sick. Like, I was so sick. Do I think I had it? You were unusual. Yeah, I was. And for two weeks, I had a cough that literally would not go away. I mean, nothing made it go away. Um my husband and my son, they got like kind of like a sinus thing after that. They didn't, well, they did have a little bit of a cough, but not like what I had. Um, but I mean. Did you run a fever that time? No, that's the only thing I didn't have was the fever. I had like 99.2. Like it wasn't even really a fever. Um, but. But you never run it. No, I don't normally. So, I mean, did I have it? I don't know. Did I not have it and really just be allergies? Maybe. But I haven't had allergies since, you know what I mean? But I'm also not running to get tested for the antibodies either. I figure people who are like on the front lines, people who deal with it all the time, they're the ones that need to get tested. I'll get tested when it's my turn. I don't think I've been pretty lucky. I mean, but I've been relatively lucky most of my life, knock on wood. Um, I, I can imagine, like, I can remember probably less than a handful of times in the most, since I've known you, Apple, that I've been, like, sick. Like, sick enough to go, oh, to, the you don't go to the doctor. Sick. Well, I don't, but <laughs> but also, like, most of my ailments are, like, a runny nose here, runny nose there. I think the last time I got super sick, I had a walking pneumonia. And that was the year that we flew to California. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm relatively, and I, I would like to thank it surprisingly enough on our former employee, <laughs> employer, because I think I was exposed to a lot of stuff that most people on a regular basis are not exposed to. Yeah. Um, and it, it has kind of t- dwindled since transitioning to an office life, but still, even then, like. We only had a couple of people supposedly who got tested positive for it in an office environment that has 9,000 people as employees. It's pretty, pretty respectable numbers. Um, so I don't think I, I got exposed to it, knock on wood, or, or came in contact with anybody who well, did. But the, I also have a friend of mine who lives in Denver, and um, he, I firmly believe he had it. He was so sick. He, he even went to the ER. He's like, I'm dying. Like I'm constantly coughing. He had a really high fever, and they told him it's the flu. Go home. And so he went home for. A few- I think that's how they tested most or treated most well, people. That, yeah, this was back in February. This is before, like, yeah, this is early February. And he was like, so he went back to the ER a couple of days later. He's like, I am still sick. I'm still caught. He had everything, but basically, like, throwing up. They're like, um, you just have a cold. Go home. Because uh, you know, in early February, nobody really knew. You know what I mean? Um, or take they didn't it take it seriously in early February, and so yeah, like he, you know, he he kicked it himself. Um, I saw him three days later. I was sick. Go figure. But um, you know, it's one of those 
did I get it from him? Did I even actually have it? I don't know. But I had all the symptoms. But I just didn't. This is, again, before it was even so, like, but, this is an issue. So, but what it boils down to is we're going to know when you get bit by a zombie. Yeah, because I won't get the zombie, I won't get the zombie thing. Because I would have I been immune. No, I was going to say because you died. <laughs> <laughs> You're suddenly, like, I had COVID. I'm suddenly immune to becoming yes, a zombie. Yes. Thank you for talking. How do you dog. know this isn't like, you know, uh, Darwinism? A precursor to it? Like, how, well, no, not this is Darwinism, out, but yeah. Like, way. if you've had it, then you won't become a zombie. Oh, that's not, like, I thought you were referencing, like, the fact that all our older people are dying because they're the weak ones. <laughs> well, there's that, too. But kids are getting sick as well. I was going to say, it's but, pretty applicable to, uh, to to the zombie apocalypse as well. But also, how do you know if because you don't have it, you won't become a zombie? Those of us who haven't had do it. Do you want to test no, that theory? Really, but those of us who haven't had it would become the zombies. But you've had it, you think? Yeah, so I'm going to become a zombie. You haven't, so you would be. Plum, thought. Um, my thought is, is what if becoming a zombie is cool? Like, like what if it's okay? You know, what if we have more cool control and we're not just mindless zombies? But isn't the definition of a zombie That's a whole like other... being mindless? <laughs> what if it's not like a parasite is taking over our body? Oh, so it's like yeah, alien. I mean, like, what if we still have a lot of control over ourselves? What if it's not that bad? What if the zombie bite bit made you? What if the zombie bite made you more intellectual? That'd be cool. I'll take it. I was bra. We can't get much smarter than me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> As I say, bra. No, I'm wondering, like. Did did you guys mm-hmm. see that zombie love movie or whatever? I love that movie. Like game came out four or five years ago where they're pretty cognitive they make friendships and everything and they have the ability to regain yes oh, what was the name of that like movie? it's not i liked it i don't remember listeners i don't know but yes i know i read the book know. and i've watched the movie but yes so like maybe it's something like that where it it diminishes you back to the basic culture are not basic culture the basic like body functions of what you need to do to just maintain your life but if you're strong-willed enough again we're back to darwinism um if you're strong enough then you have you find a way to maintain and adjust so you don't die in theory because you're already dead but you come back to life and then like it's a natural immunity to all other ailments. I mean, you never know. Plum, Shoot. That's, I don't know. That'd be cool, though. Yeah, you did. I got deep We're on the ocean now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be to get We're to your that, island. Yeah, headed towards the island right <laughs> my now. My chicken idea was good. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the chicken idea that was good. And your yeah. seed idea is also good. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought about the chicken from Moana. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, or whatever hey, his name yeah. was. Like, that would be that that's the chicken we end up with. Like, it will have the eggs. mentally handicapped one. It will one. eventually have eggs. <laughs> It'll lay eggs. But should we get a rooster also? That way we can make sure some of them are fertilized. No.
I don't like roosters. Oh, make baby eggs. Damn, we might have to bring one. I'm just saying because... Here's the thing. Can we get a rooster that won't crow? Because if a, if it's going to crow, it's going to attract can enemies. Do you make a rooster not crow? Can we can we meet can we get a mute we roaster, might have to roaster, roast him. rooster? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that if we only have one chicken and no rooster, what happens when the chicken dies? I think we need a rooster to make sure we get a few more chickens. So when the chicken dies, Apple, we're okay with it. I'm gonna need you to find a way to genetically alter a rooster and a chicken <laughs> so they don't make noises. <laughs> but if we're the only ones on the island, it's okay. <laughs> we won't be. Now, if we're the only... Now, if we're Just on saying, a mountain, we might not be okay. But I think if we're only on the island, if we're the only people on the island outliving the zombies, I think we'll be okay with a rooster and a chicken. I th- but I really think we need a rooster. Here's the thing. We can have goats if we're on a mountain. Even... Goats don't lay eggs. Not that they can lay eggs. Not that they can lay eggs, but I feel like oh, I, I kind of want to go. <laughs> so now we're they taking my now we're taking a rooster. Why don't we a just chicken and a goat? Why don't we just build Noah's Ark this... and bring all of them? Hmm? Why don't we just do that? But what? But all we really two by two. We don't really need a giraffe. We could use. <laughs> <laughs> like or like a donkey because a donkey well I was thinking goats because in theory like we could slaughter a goat and eat it but it's also it's able to carry products including the chickens we could make a specially like altered harness to sit on the back of this goat that carried like Fred and and Jerry the chicken I and the rooster you them. <laughs> already because <laughs> those seem like Total chicken names. Jerry Garcia. Like, <laughs> I want to name one Steve. Steve. I, I, what am I going to get to name? You name the chicken. You're going like, to bring your dog. going to get to name the goat. The goat. You can name the goat. <laughs> I was going to say you've got Wolverine and Princess. I don't think they survived the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I love my dogs, but they are just not zombie apocalypse living dogs. I think your husband would like try and carry him for a while and then something would happen and either the dogs would go or you would <laughs> go. He'd probably let the dogs go. He'd probably let me go before you let the princess go. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Did we have any like touching base moments that we guys want to discuss and like in wrapping up of our we kind of experienced a version of the zombie apocalypse without their zombies being evolved and how we've changed or altered our thought process. I really like the idea of the chicken, the rooster, and the and the seeds. Way to go, Plum. What about the goat? Okay, and the goat. Slash donkey. <laughs> you can be a goat donkey. <laughs> I want Plum. nothing to do with those Breed goats. a goat donkey. <laughs> I don't know nothing about <laughs> goats or... Do you know a whole lot about like chickens? Dude, I'm, chicken I'm just saying. I'll feed it, and it'll stay put, and it'll make eggs, and that'll be that. And but I think okay, we need a rooster. Compromise. Somebody has to carry the rooster, though. I can only carry one, right? 
Why do we have to have the a goat, goat see here? Carry we go. both of them. Goat's gonna slow us down. I'm just saying. <laughs> that goat is gonna how be our other train meal. the goat. Can you imagine can, how much more to carry? Handle the goat. <clears throat> you don't. Have to, you don't have to train a goat. You like harness okay, a goat and like pull it. Yeah. Can't we milk the goat? Can we milk it? There's milk, goat's milk, yeah. Well, we're not bringing a cow. Okay, I'm. And goat's milk can be made into other items. Milk and cheese. (laughs) Goat's milk can be mailed and can be made into milk. (laughs) I meant cheese. (laughs) I'm I'm saying, I'm just saying, Plum, that zombie apocalypse, some things you're going to have to like learn to adjust to. (laughs) We're not milking almonds. You better have some almond seeds. <laughs> mm. Porter and Mester, <laughs> whatever. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, wrapping this up because we got to get going. So, I thought our three questions this week, since we're dealing with zombie apocalypse, would be which would you rather go without? And I realize some of these will be without in, in a zombie apocalypse. So, let's just in general, what would you rather go without? Would you rather go without internet without or would TV. you rather go without TV? Without TV. Without TV. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you can watch TV on the internet. Yeah, without TV. I mean, I don't really need a TV. You know what I mean? But internet, man, I use that all day, every day. Okay, next. Would you rather go without toilet paper or toothpaste? Toilet paper. Toothpaste. I'd rather go without toothpaste. I was gonna say, like, I'm not. (laughs) Bitch, you can chew on some mint leaves. You can brush your teeth without the toothbrush and chew on some (laughs) mint leaves. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Arm and hammer, like baking soda, that stuff up. Baking soda, your teeth. You can't baking soda, well, you can baking soda your ass, but no, you want toilet paper. (laughs) I'm so glad you said it. I am not going and picking some banana leaves off of a tree from whatever island if I can choose between eating mint leaves. What? And wiping my ass with some Charmin. I'm just saying, I'm right there with orange. Y'all are gonna have right some there spank ass breath. Yes. <laughs> you felt like you're gonna be kissing on us anyway, so. <clears throat> okay, and finally, would you rather go without pillow, pillow. or blankets? Blankets, because a blanket can be made into I'm a right pillow. I'm right there with orange. I'd rather go without a pillow than blankets. Yeah. Anything can be made into something to pillow your head, but not right. everything can be made into something to cover you for warmth. Yeah, I'd rather go without a pillow mm-hmm. than without blankets. Mm-hmm. So just keep... Oh, now you're in agreement. Now... What? Yeah, Do you agree with pillow. us? So you agree with us? Oh, you'd yeah. rather go, without, rather go without, without a pillow? No. Yeah. Did we do that backwards? <laughs> might have. I'd rather go without a pillow. Oh, I'd rather go without a pillow. I'm like, what? <laughs> we agreed on. What something. are we talking about, guys? There you go. 
for the first time in our eight-year friendship. <laughs> we were well, Plum, thank you very much for joining us in another exciting episode of our podcast. We really do appreciate you becoming a repeat um, guest on our podcast. A better- <laughs> Oh yeah, guest, guest. Sorry, guest whatever. <laughs> thanks for having me. For sure, Plum. Thank you for joining us. Okay, everybody. Thanks again for listening to us. Stay safe. Be careful, and um, have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.